Welcome to Awaken Your Social Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Suero. Get ready to discuss everything about branding, content, business, mindset development, and spirituality. My mission with this podcast is to awaken the most authentic version of yourself so you can take control over your business and life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's begin. Hello, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Social Podcast. So, in today's episode, we are going to talk about everything about prime positioning. Okay, so I'm excited about this topic, but before we jump in and diving into the topics of today, let's talk about what it's new in my life and business. So, first of all, I got a astrology reading. And I don't know if you guys heard me before talking about talking about astrology. Like I am really passionate about astrology. I really love it. And I've been trying to figure out my own chart by myself. But I was like, you know what? Like I let me get somebody expertise. Because, you know, I feel like in in that space in life where, like, I'm questioning everything. Like, am I questioning if, like, am I following my, my heart purpose that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do? Am I, am I on the right path? Like, you know, I feel like we all go through this to that moment where, like, even though you feel really good about what you're doing, it's always that questioning. So that's how I've been feeling lately. So what I did was that I booked a call and oh my god, there's so many, so much confirmation that I'm like, okay, okay, universe, okay, you know, thank you for the affirmation and just kind of help me also understand a lot of things about myself that you know, me trying to research myself, perhaps at this moment I wouldn't be able to decode. So I'm just so excited for that reading. Um, what else? What else new for me this week? Hmm. I don't think I have anything else. I feel like that's like the most exciting thing that happened to me that I, that I'm able to remember. Oh no, hold on. Okay, there I have another one. I started to go into therapy again, and I am so proud of myself because. I stopped going to therapy for a while and it wasn't because like, you know, something crazy happened. It just happened that, you know, um, I was booked to a specific month and I was supposed to go in the website and rebook another call and I never did. And that, you know, dragged all the way to now, three months later, we are going to therapy just me procrastinating to actually taking the action to book the call. And jumping back into therapy, it allowed me to appreciate and remember how important to how important it is to have a, have somebody else's perspective in in your healing journey and things that you are working on right now. Or you're simply having somebody that listens to you. Because sometimes 
you're not really looking for an advice or a solution. Sometimes you just want somebody to hurt, you know, to hurt you out, to hold some space for you, to allow you to feel safe for a, for a moment when you, while you express yourself, you know? Like, I feel like that's so important, especially for those people who's actively trying to heal past traumas. And I would recommend it to everybody, like, either if you didn't have a very traumatic past or anything like that, like, it's still so valuable to go to therapy. So... I'm so excited that I decided to go back again because I'm like, mm, I missed this so much. And I guess it was just my ego trying to keep me safe or not dealing with my shadow because, you know, sometimes dealing with your shadow means accepting and revealing a lot of aspects of you that it hurts you that you're suffering from it and you gotta bring it out you gotta cry you gotta feel it and you know who who likes to sit there and cry all the time and remember horrible things that happens to you so I just feel like part of me you know I feel like my ego was trying to keep me safe by telling myself the story of yeah maybe yeah tomorrow next week next week and just never do it so I'm grateful that, you know, I, I finally had something inspired action again to go back into it. And I'm just so happy to be back. So now that we're done with this week update, let's shift gears and go back and talk about brand positioning. So first of all, what is a brand positioning? You might be wondering. So I love this explanation by the in this article by the Branding Journal that it says brand positioning describe how a brand is different in from from a competitors and where and how it sits in the customer minds. So it involves creating an association in the customer mind to make them perceive the brand in that specific way. So, what this means is that your brand positioning is just simply associations that you tell them that, hey, this is who I am. This is how I'm different. This is what I'm expert in. And then they're going to see you as that person has those expertise that you, that you have those associations with, and they're going to perceive you as that. You know, so that's pretty much what is your brand positioning. And that in just having that by itself, it's going to take your business out of that crowd of all those businesses in your niche that look and feel and do the same. Now you're a place in a different category. So what is that is brand positioning. So now you might be wondering why having a brand positioning so important. So having a clear Brand positioning will allow you to differentiate your business from other in the industry. That, of course, like that's the most simple thing, right? Not a simple thing, but like the main thing that brand positioning does. So, let's say, for example, that your niche is hosting an in-person event, right? So, everybody in your niche is going, right? All your business competitors are going, right? Where people who are looking to invest 
in your niche, they're going to they're going there ready to buy, ready to invest, okay? So now imagine that every time they go to your competitors and they ask them more about their business, they say the same thing over and over again, right? I do this and I help this. I do this and I help people with this, right? They have the same message. Their positioning is the same. So there is nothing unique about that offer. They all are the same. So they all are the same and they give the same results, right? And they teach the same framework. There's nothing, you know, that it make that offer making like, oh, wow, like I want to learn more. You are literally repeating what the other businesses are repeating, okay? So there are two two possible outcomes out of this scenario. Number one is that people have a hard time making a decision, which is, which might lead them to overthink it and feeling a bit overwhelmed because it's like once you have so many choices, it's going to be harder for, for you to make you know, a very clear, intuitive decision because it's just everything is the same, right? And sometimes when somebody feels overwhelmed when it comes to making a decision, that person might not even make a decision at all. They might forget about it. They might be like, okay, whatever, I'm not, not going to deal with this right now. Like, you know, it's too much to think about. I don't I don't want to think about all this. You know, do you know what I mean? Or number two is that they might go with the cheapest alternative. So all of all those businesses who do everything the same, they are going to whoever is cheapest because if you do the same, I, I just I'm the, I don't I don't I don't have the need to pay for anything extra because you're not offering me anything special, you know. So now imagine that out of everybody, you answer is different right it's a little bit different right when they ask you about your business when they ask you about okay so what did you have to offer right once you came out with that different answer once you position yourself as like something else in that in-person event people will want to learn more i'm like okay like okay i'm hearing something different like tell me more about this Okay, that sounds cool. Explain to me a little bit more about it. You know, like people will be curious and even more the people who are looking exactly for what you offer. And that's the other thing that having a brand position is going to help you with is to help you attract the people, help you attract aligned people who are looking for that specific result that you are offering, that unique offer, right? So you might be wondering, how do I, how can I start building a brand positioning, right? So I was watching Chris do YouTube channel, and he is an expert in marketing and branding. I really, really love his YouTube channel. Like, I learned so much from him. So I was listening to his YouTube channel. I was listening. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching his YouTube channel, and he was talking about this band diagram, right? So the band diagram that he was talking about was like creating those three circles, where one you're going to put 
what do you love about your business? And the other circle is, is all about what are you really good at? And the next one is what, what will pay well in your industry, right? That it will help you increase the value of your current offer. So what, what you love it's what will put that fire in you. It will make you really excited that you say, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to work on this, right? So what you're really good at, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to love it, right? It just means that you have nailed that area, but it doesn't mean that you have love for it because I can be really, really good at math, but it doesn't mean that I love math, that I want to do math all the time, right? Like I... And actually, I don't even like math, but it's an example. Like, I cannot imagine. And I'm actually, like, really good, too. Like, I'm really good at math, and I did really good in my in high school and college when it came to that. But that didn't mean that I really love it. Like, I didn't, I didn't love, like, I tolerate it, but it's not something that I would see myself doing for a living, you know, because I'm not in love with it. I'm not going to be passionate about it. You know, so that's different. So I want you to be very clear for you to know the difference between those two. Now, what pays well is what people will be willing to pay more for in your niche. Okay, so if you're only focused on the area that you love and what you're really good at, then that means that you might have financial problems because you're only focusing on what you love. And what you're good at, but there might be an area where it's not going to help you make any type of money, right? We want to keep running a successful business for a long term. So if you are in an area where you, yes, you love it, yes, it pay, um, you are really good at it, but that doesn't gonna help you pay the bills, then you know there is a problem there. So if you only focus on an area where that you loved okay sorry if you only focus in that area that pays well and you and what you're really good at you might end up eventually burning out because you're you're good at it like i said it pays you well but that's not that's not gonna make you fulfill in life it's going to fulfill you to a point but it is not going to fulfill you forever because in life you need more than money, right? Money is an important resource for us, but money alone by itself, it's not going to make you completely happy, okay? So the goal here is to find the middle ground, okay? So something that you love and that you can become really good at and that it will pay you well. So as a service provider or as a coach, it means to specialize in something specific in your niche. So for example, if you are a marketing coach, then you can specialize in content marketing or so people who so people who need help with marketing and they also have another pain in another pain point, which is also could be also content. 
then your program, your offer, is just a no-brainer for them, okay? That doesn't mean that you are going to abandon the other areas of marketing. It just means that you are going to master a specific area that you love and then it pays you well. So let's say that after you created this positioning, right? Yeah, and you know that you find you master something, you're focusing on one specific something, but then a positioning in a different level in your niche, but there's still a lot of other businesses who also are doing that same thing, are specializing in the same thing. This is what you're going to do. In this part, we need to get more strategic, okay? And you need to find something that's going to differentiate yourself from those coaches over there, from all the other from those other businesses, so you can continue to shine in your own light. Okay, so here are some differentiator strategy, differentiators strategies that it's helpful, and this is only three of them. I go more in detail in my program, but let's talk about these three for now for today. Okay, so number one, you can create a completely different aesthetic. So let's say, for example, that you are in the well, let's use the same marketing example. Let's say that everybody in marketing who are specialized in, so, in, so, in content marketing, right? Their brand feels and look the same, right? So what you could do is to take a whole different approach. So if it, everybody's branding, it's blue and white and red, then go pink, blue, and yellow. Approach itself, that's a differentiator itself. When people were taking everybody into consideration, they're going to look at your business and they're going to see us different because it looks different. Okay? So number two is to connect your brand to a specific gender, culture, or purpose that aligns with you and your value. So I'm going to use an example. It's Fendi Beauty. And I used Fendi Beauty as an example in the past, but Fendi Beauty connect itself with a specific culture. And that's why they were able to become so successful because they're representing all the women in that culture. But there's the brand differentiator, it goes so well and aligns with Rihanna's identity and who she is and her values. So it just went, it goes so well, you know, implementing that differentiator for her. Now, number three is to be the vibe. So similar as number one, to be like create different aesthetic. Number three, it's just all about the vibe in your niche. So if you feel like the language and the way that a lot of the businesses present themselves, are just very boring, very professional, very corporate-like, then go a different route. Do something else different. Be yourself. Be more informal. Be have more fun. Crack a joke or something. That actually, as well, will help you differentiate yourself. I problem that a lot of this, uh, service providers and coaches make is that they think that they, if they're broad and they're just they are more open to possibilities and they might make more money, which is completely wrong. 
okay? Being more broad and basic, the, the fewer people are going to remember your brand because it's very basic. So if I, I go to the store and I'm trying to buy, I don't know, roses, and all the roses are red, I don't, like, there's nothing excited when I pick up that rose. I'm going to forget about where even I got that rose or what was the brand of the rose because there was nothing special about it. But let me use another example because I feel like there might be kind of, like, a bit confusing. So let's say, for example, that you go to the supermarket and you are going to buy, I don't know, a kombucha beer. They all look the same. They all do the same. Right? They don't, they don't, they're not trying to be specific on helping people with a specific thing. There's a kombucha. Okay, fine. If it looks the same, if it's the same, then there's nothing that I will, it will help me remember remember that brand when I saw it or even if I bought it. Now, if there is a kombucha beer that it has, I don't know, because it is, you know, kombucha beer is supposed to have probiotics in it. So let's say that it's a kombucha that has 10,000 probiotics in the drink for body. And the other ones are just kombucha. The one that's the position itself as having 10,000 probiotics in there, or I can't remember. Don't call me on that. I forgot if it's called the the bacterial the thing or like the the cultures of the thing or it's probiotics. The amount of probiotics that's supposed to label. I don't know. Anyways, so somebody positioned themselves. I was like, okay, my kombucha had 10,000 probiotics. And nobody else is talking about how many probiotics the other one. The people are going to remember that one who positioned themselves as the one that has 10,000. Okay, so if there's nothing special that people will that people will remember, people will want to remember. There's nothing special. People will have a hard time remembering your business. Okay, and they're gonna have a hard time associating your business with something because there is nothing to remember. They can't even remember your business. Okay, so a brand positioning will help you be that no-brainer. For those clients who are looking for specifically what you offer, why for your specific service, service. So the more that you master an area in your business, the more your skill set will grow, and the more results that you will able to get your client. And as a result, your brand, your business is going to become more valuable, which is which of course is going to help you build more visibility and make more money because you are helping people and giving them results and people are coming back. People are recommending your business, right? You are becoming the go-to person in your niche. So for to be able to create a brand positioning like very effectively, you need you need to do brand research and you need to deeply understand your audience which are two things that i talk about inside my program like i really go in detail because 
understanding those two areas and doing your research very well into like into other businesses and really understanding your audience then those are those two things are going to help you to see a clearer picture of what position is going to serve you best for you and for your business right because remember you gotta make sure that you are happy with the position that you're creating that you really like it and that you are able to you know create that skill and it's also of course it's gonna pay you well so lastly i want you to leave you with few things you need to pick you need to pick your positioning and uh, you know it's so important but that doesn't mean that you can shift or evolve eventually right because sometimes probably people will say, oh, what about if I don't even, I don't like that eventually? That's completely fine. You know, follow what your heart's desire. You can shift, right? Because like shifting and evolving is a natural process that happens when you are running a business. It, it It's inedible. So two is that you need to claim that positioning until people associate your business with a specific positioning, okay? With that specific mission. Whatever you're saying that you you do, you have to com- constantly continue to remind people that's who you are now. This is what you do. That's what you're expert in, okay? You need to tell people that you are a master in that area Again, over, over, again, okay, again. Because remember, people are busy when they're on lives. And to social media, the algorithm of social media are not always going to show your content to your audience. So it's all about repetition too, you know? And you need to become that, you need to become who you preach you are. Okay, so even if you claim now that, hey, I specialize in messaging and that's how you want to position it, and you have a level of knowledge in that, but you're not like, wow, super good at it, take the courses, read the books, get mentors, get coaches that are going to help you to become your positioning if you, you, are, if you are not 100% there, okay? You need to have that confidence and growing that confidence in your positioning, it means, you know, mastering that area in business, okay? So, I really hope this was helpful for you today. Leave me a comment or leave me a review or send me at the end if you found this episode very helpful. And if you want me to talk about a specific topic also send me a dm and let me know that you you want me to talk in a specific you want me to touch in a specific topic and i will be more more than happy to do that okay i hope you have an amazing rest of your day and i will see you in the next one bye thank you so much for listening to awaken your social podcast you can find the resources and links from this episode in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media at Katie Swirl. Until then, see you next time.